This episode is one of a four-part series on The Future Accountant, featuring Sage partner Matt Lisko, President and CEO of LW Consulting. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, championing the unsung heroes of business, accountants. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today again is Matt Lesko. We are talking about the future accountant in a series that we're doing, and this penultimate episode of the future accountant is entitled the future accountant. So that must be pretty important. But Matt, what does that mean for business owners who are customers of these future accountants? I think first and foremost, it is changing your expectation of what you get from your accountant. Uh, I think for the longest time, it's been a matter of executing accounting to get your taxes done from a compliance perspective um, and not always a focus on the information and the data that uh, resides within your financial information. So I think the future accountant, the business owner, really needs to focus on what that what that information is telling them. Um, from, from everything that I've seen, the most successful business owners really lean on their finances to make the, the decisions uh, uh, for the company. And talk about what this what it means in terms of interaction. We we hear a lot about um, outsourcing of CFOs, but if you think about it, if you outsource your CFO, it's still a pretty intimate relationship that you need to have with that person. A CFO isn't somebody who's around once a quarter. No, look, I think I, I think it's interesting, and you know, whether you're talking about the intimacy of the relationship or just the overall approach to outsourcing in general. Um, I think the future can can be told in a lot about what the past has been. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I just had a conversation with a potential client, an individual who um, purchased a roofing company, asked me a question. He's like, how many people are outsourcing their accounting function? You know, and, and what's the value of, of doing that? And interesting, and, and for some reason I went into it and I said, you know, there's a time in which the man of the house would get on the roof and they would fix their own shingles and they would do it, uh, you know, every, uh, every summer after the winter came and they might do it well, they may not do it well, but it wasn't their, their core skill set. And who does their own roof anymore? Now accounting has felt intimate and felt like you want it within your business, but who, how many, how many small and mid-sized businesses have their own IT department? It's just natural to outsource. And when you outsource in these other realms, marketing or IT or, or HR, you still have intimate relationships with those providers because you need them to understand your business. It's no difference in, in accounting from, from what I've seen. And really what you're doing is you're getting an organization that is providing you with a team in which maybe you didn't have a team before. You know, I was reflecting as you were talking about that on an article I read a number of years ago that talked about how there was at one time 
uh, and this is the early 1900s, a position in most major corporations that was kind of the chief electricity or chief power officer. Um, and the the reason, of course, was is that power and electricity were not standardized in any way. So how you got that electric and distributed that electricity within your confines, within your factory, within your building was a challenge. And you needed somebody who had a high level of specialty in order to be able to do that. Of course, as uh, over time, electricity became more and more standardized. And now you have, you know, 120 volt, 220 volt. There's diff- different things that you plug into, but that's standardized. But there's still you still don't you still don't put in your own electro electrical wiring in your house, right? So uh, leverage off that analogy, Matt, and see. Do you see a parallel in what happened with regard to finance and accounting? Well, absolutely. I mean, I think that we've seen standardization within accounting. I mean, we've all talked about double double uh, uh, dual accounting. Why am I having a mind blank here? But anyway, uh, we all we've all talked about the process of accounting, and it's and it's, and it's been there for years and years and years. Um, and you've talked about that in the past. The reality, though, is when it was done on paper, it was far less standardized across every business that was doing it. When businesses went into having a set of uh, software to choose from that was more regular, the the the, the software that was being used was the same software. Typically, at the businesses, it, became, it allowed um, for more of a standard process there. But have we standardized chartered accounts? Have we standardized the, the intricacies of how we set up financials? Does every uh, law firm that does personal injury approach their financials in the same way? No. And the more that we standardize, and this is where technology comes in, this is interesting. the more that we standardize, the more we can extract data from masses and use that to help analyze against our own operations. Let me give you an example. If every, in my example, law firm, uh, if every law firm that was a, a personal injury law firm had the same set of uh, target accounts and dimensions, and they all shared their data, they would be able to compare their data within their own micro-industry and have insights far deeper than they could ever have today. And so I think it's the same kind of approach. And then if that's the case, you're going to find accountants that all they they do is analyze on that micro vertical. That's what we're seeing in, in, the, in the industry in general and what us accounting firms are doing for businesses. We are starting to specialize around industry verticals. We're specializing around uh, uh, around the niches that are necessary so that we have deeper knowledge uh, to provide to the to, to our clients you know as as I'm reflecting on this conversation one of the the questions that I often ask when people say to me that they do CAS I will ask them well what does your a stand for and it's amazing to me how often that question is met with well you know it could <laughs> I'm not exactly sure it could be accounting could be advisory and I think what you're saying is is although this is, we're talking about the future accountant it's really more about the future advisor who's using accounting information talk about that I think so I think so I mean I think what an accountant is and we and this is why this is the 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 episode that is so important. What the accountant is today is not what the accountant is going to need to be tomorrow. Um, and I think you're right. It's moving into that advisory role. I think those accountants that don't move into the advisory role are not going to provide to their their clients, their the people that they work for, the information that's necessary. And so it's important for the business owner to look at who they have and make sure that they're providing them with a successful path to get the information that they want. 
it's something that I find interesting in my own business. It's not specifically related to accounting is I believe everybody has a unique capability and will continue to have a unique capability as individuals. And that as leadership, your job is to put those people in positions where they're going to or put them into positions that will highlight those unique capabilities and try to limit the things that they're not naturally good at. And that's how you really elevate staff. So even in your accounting, maybe you have a great accountant to do something else and you bring in an outsourcing provider. And we do this all the time with, 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 with our clients in which it's a quasi outsourced model. They have some people inside. We're doing stuff out, uh, you know, outsourced and they're getting a full suite of what's necessary. Um, and so for me, it's, it's make sure you're getting what you need out of your county. Make sure what you're asking, uh, from your accountants is what you need and then put together a program that's going to elevate those individuals around a, a, a toolbox. And that toolbox can be technology, can be process, can be outsourced vendors. Can be any of those things, but, but, you know, just like we all go home and we, and we uh, have our special recipes, you know, our special dinners that we can, that we make that we're known for, do the same thing in business, you know, find that right mix. Well, Matt, this is great. And I think that sets us up perfectly for our final episode, which we'll talk about next time, which is what can business owners do right now to prepare for the future accountant? Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.